0: Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Craig Dixon on The Maine Money Show.
1: Good morning, Maine. Welcome to The Maine Money Show. My name's Craig Dixon from Investment Executives. If at any point during our show you want to learn more or gather some more information from us, feel free to give us a call at 855-625-3736 or you can always visit us on our website at theinvestmentexecutives.com. And don't forget, while you're at the uh, website, you can check us out. Any of our past recorded shows up to a certain point, we only keep a log of so many, but you can uh, subscribe to that through iTunes or Google Play, and that way you can make sure you can catch catch whatever show you need to catch in regards to whatever particular topic you are looking for. But as for today's show, um, we're talking about the concept of a financial caddy, and the three stages of planning for retirement, line up with three strokes using golf teeing off chipping and putting and it's important to have the right caddy to help you avoid financial sand traps and with that said i'd like to uh welcome along with me again this week i have eddie patterson with me um from the new england agency who's also a uh agent here with us at investment executives and then on the other side of the mic we have our uh famous tony shore
0: how you doing all right i'm doing great (laughs) awesome great to be here and thanks for having me on your show Eddie how are you doing today? Ah,
1: Oh Tony had to ask me I I was was getting ready I was looking at you and I was looking at Tony I was like who's gonna
2: ask Eddie hopefully I didn't interrupt you a second ago Tony but I'm doing very well actually I like our topic today.
0: Oh I I absolutely love our our topic today. Uh, I really really like it Uh, obviously uh, comparing uh, a caddy Uh, on the golf course, a golf caddy to a financial caddy. And I think that's appropriate. Craig, you golf, right?
1: I do golf, as well as Eddie. He golfs, too, quite a bit. More than me, actually. I do do uh, enough golfing to uh, enjoy
2: myself, no question about it.
0: Excellent. So you're a big golfer? A big golfer. I am
2: a recreational golfer. I enjoy doing it, and I have fun doing it, and and we'll leave it at that.
0: Well, you know, uh, I was a caddy, a looper, you know, a caddy, a looper, a jock.
1: were you really a caddy
0: that's bill that's bill murray from caddyshack come on guys
1: i remember caddyshack but i didn't know you were really a caddy
0: dalai Lama, the llama the flowing robes striking
1: (laughs) gonna use about a nine iron
0: (laughs) (laughs) so Uh, besides caddyshack quotes uh this should be a good show i mean nothing says summer like hitting the links so i like the topic of golf
1: absolutely tony and it's uh you know it's not just playing like many summer weekends i've spent watching the the pros on the PGA Tour. And according to the Washington Post, more than 8.5 million viewers watched the final round of the summer's PGA Championship. And viewers saw uh, Brooks Kupka and Tiger Woods down the stretch in one of the summer's best battles. I don't know if you watched that or not, but uh, Kupka and Woods, obviously they deserve a lot of credit. And do you know who else Tony played in part of their success? Can you guess?
0: Uh, the caddy? Uh Probably, but uh, maybe the golf ball manufacturer. Maybe it was a Titleist. Nike probably played a big part. The crowd.
1: No, you're right. You were spot on in the first one. The caddy carries the bag, but he is—he's oh, okay. also the lifelong student of the game. And Eddie and I were talking a little bit before that, and he was talking to me about what were you saying about how uh, how they're out there before the game and they're checking out the undulation of the uh, of the. Yeah, cat, caddies get paid
2: to analyze the the course and, and and know the uh the golfer's swing and they're out there early uh checking the course out, taking a look at the undulations of, of the of the uh, fairways and the greens, uh checking the weather, uh checking the wind, making sure everything uh is uh, fine-tuned for for the golfer so that they can advise them properly. Kind of oh, like what a financial
1: awesome. uh advisor does, Tony, for
0: their clients. Ah, comments. there's the analogy. I love there's that the parallel. <laughs> there it is. Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, I was looking at uh, a Forbes article by Kaelin McMahon, and uh, it was called "What Golf Taught Me About Financial Planners." <clears throat> so basically, a golf ball travels fifteen percent further at altitudes above three thousand feet. Trying doing those calculations as you pre- you know you prepare to hit a uh, one hundred seventy eight yard shot over water that could have one hundred seventy eight thousand dollar implication if it gets wet. So <clears throat> you want to know that stuff and be able to understand it. And caddies understand and share. Obviously, their wealth of the course, their wealth of the game, um, their knowledge, and they share that. And they have, you know, probably a, a, have to have a close relationship with the golfer or the pro to be able to help them and work with them and help them with all the uh, all the variances that happen on a golf course. Not only the, the layout of the course, but, you know, how somebody's playing or what club. Yeah, we were talking that. about that.
2: Uh, I mean, they're not necessarily a coach. They're kind of an assistant. They're, they're <clears> a second <throat> set of eyes. Uh, it, it's, it's good to have somebody that, that can... Uh, direct you and in and in, in, in consult with you to make sure that uh, you, you're on the right path. You're doing the right thing. Mm. Yep. Kind of like a financial planner. Oh, that awesome! Was the second plug, Tony. Did you catch that one?
0: I I saw that. Now, um, <laughs> you guys are saying the the caddies uh, check uh, how the the variances, and I've even heard that the balls roll differently at different times of the day. Is that true? Oh yeah, no question about it. Um, It also, uh,
2: it depends on on a lot of different things. Uh, A ball will roll differently depending on the time of the day as the grass follows the movement of the sun. On every shot, the caddy provides a general strategy, precise distance, guidance around multiple different shots. Uh, They could hit, risk reward, analysis of each, uh, club selection, wind direction, and a list of intangible variables a stranger could never decipher
1: according to Forbes article by Kalen McMahon entitled what golf taught me about financial planners this happens an average of 72 times per round even fewer the better a player caddy team is the caddy wow. knows the yeah and the caddy knows the ins and outs of the players physical swing and mental psyche you know their jobs to keep players calm in stressful situations and get them to like you know really focus on you know what's needed and, and when it's needed and you know show me a cart that has an app for that, there's nothing out there that has it. It can show you distances from the pin, you know they have programs that do that or GPS or something like that but nothing out there is you know talking about the nuances specific to that particular course or to that particular golfer so each golfer is different, each caddy's different and each golfer and caddy relationship is different um, so you know after all the coaching, information, insight and guidance the player You know, the player still has to hit the shot themselves. They have to do it. They have to get the job done. They take the coaching um, and making them ultimately responsible for the outcome, just like you're ultimately responsible for your finances. But that doesn't mean you can't have a coach that's trying to steer you, you know, in the right direction. So that way you're reaching your goal. And for the golfer, the goal is to put the ball in the cup. And for you getting to retire, your goal is to get to as early retirement as you want in your life with the most um, financially successful position you can have when you get ready to start that retirement
2: yeah, it, yeah at any and time I think that's great well, I'm sorry to interrupt but at any time I just wanted to mention that knowledge is invaluable and uh, it's 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 great for a golfer to to have the information at hand to make the best decisions possible no different than it's it's valuable for for any person that's doing financial planning uh, retirement planning to have all the knowledge they need to make the decisions that
1: are best for them
0: Right. And these are great points. I mean, obviously, the caddy is a vital support for the golfer, then, right?
1: Yeah. I think it takes a, a team to win championships, obviously. You know, like they say, there's no I in team. And I had, actually, when I was coaching once, they had one kid. He's like, Yeah, but there is a me. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, he Heard son, that one once. You son of a gun. <laughs> but the caddy and the golfer are, they have a symbiotic relationship and, you know, thriving team, much like an investor and a fin- financial services pro like me and Ed. Um, you know that can thrive when they work toward their common goals and financial services professionals help people understand and basically you know navigate all sorts of life decisions. there's there's some that are big, um, there's some that are small, some with considerable financial implications like if you're buying a home or you're buying an auto or other stuff like that and others are simply you know seek or or looking for understanding of the quote unquote rules that are out there so. I mean, there's some other stuff, and once you understand the rules, you know you can recognize, you know, opportunities to leverage them in your in your favor. <clears throat> like a, a free drop would be great to have in real life if we could the mulligan, right? Right. Ed? Right. I mean, how many mulligans would we like to oh, have per uh, nine or eighteen? Oh, one oh. per nine is good. What? <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say one per shot. Oh, jeez. <laughs> but I mean, we don't have those in in real life, and we don't have the opportunity to go back in time and reset, but. You know, so that's why you need an expert to help you know where and when to look for such an opportunity and to approach every shot, you know, a little bit better informed. So having a financial life caddy whose passion and expertise is to help you carry the metaphorical bag, um, do all the heavy lifting, select the right club for every decision and obviously anticipate any dangers or costs along the way is no longer a luxury, but a necessity to effectively, you know, I guess, compete in life or compete in the race to retirement. And today, you know, we're going to look at some critical things to consider as you evaluate a potential financial life caddy.
0: Yeah. And that's what I, we're here to, let me redo that. So this is when I need to have my pen and paper ready, Greg, so I don't miss any important information. Um, What is the first thing we need to consider then?
1: Um, Well, Always a smart choice, Tony, to have a pen and paper when you're listening to me or Eddie.
0: (laughs) Either one of you. Educators. I'm just along for the ride. Yeah. yeah.
1: No, but I'd say, Tony, you know, the first thing to consider is are they going to try to sell you new clubs or help you use or build on your existing set? You know, while, while you may already have a certain style of clubs or a preferred brand of golf ball, you should, you know, always take care to make sure that those preferences are the best for you. And you've considered all the other options that are potentially out there or all the other um, potential advisors that you can interview. And you and I have talked about that a lot, Tony. It's not, you know, every client doesn't fit every advisor and every advisor doesn't fit every client. And you got to find the right one to work with. you got to find what works best for you. and, And that's one reason you may, you know, consider working with a independent financial services professional because they're not you know they're not relegated to just one particular product the door is open for them to find like um, many different companies that serve your purpose it fills the need I mean there's no sense cramming your foot into a size 10 when you're a size 12 so
2: yeah And if I can interject um, I just wanted to mention you know we talked about uh, team concept and in one thing People have to understand is if you're a golfer, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's a team with you and the caddy and any other people that that, uh, that work with you, such as swing coaches, et cetera. But you're out there on your own. You're, you're really doing things by yourself, and you've got to ultimately make the decision as to what you want to do which isn't any different uh, in the financial planning world. Uh, Although you can ask and speak with different advisors or or consult whoever you wish, ultimately it's gonna be your decision and you wanna have the right people uh, that you're speaking with and the right financial advisor that's gonna suggest things that make the most sense for you and and help you along the way and are able to adapt and adjust to your needs uh, as you grow.
1: That's why we're independent, Tony.
0: That's right. It's important to be independent, but uh, why is that so valuable? Explain that to our listeners.
1: Um, Well, because these financial services professionals are independent, they may not be tied to any particular family of funds or investment products, like I was saying. You know, um, I don't want to throw any company names out there, but if, you know, ABC Company is um, the company that one agent works for and ABC Product is all he can sell, there's no other option. So, you know, it's like trying to fit a, like I said, trying to fit a size 10 uh, 12 foot in a size 10 shoe or something like that, or trying to fit a, a circle peg into a square peg. It just doesn't work. And when you have a independent or, agent. Or, or
2: trying know. to use a trying to use a nine iron when you should be using a pitching wedge. True. Yeah.
1: Good analogy <laughs> since we're talking about golf here.
0: Wow. Really wow. good analogy. I'm glad I brought I like this guy that. along. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, uh, putting with a driver certainly would look weird and probably be uncomfortable and not very effective.
1: Yeah, unless you're John Daly, and then you might be able to hit it any which way you want or as long as you want. <laughs> yeah, unless you're, unless of those you're, guys. Un, unless you're above the hole in the rough and
2: you're just trying to tap it down the hill to get to the hole, you can oh. use a driver on occasion. You should be a caddy, Eddie. Caddy, Eddie, <laughs> caddy. Eddie, caddy.
1: So I, I, I don't know, Tony. I <laughs> guess I could be, be pretty caddy. You can, be caddy. Yeah, yeah. And well, chatty. Yeah, chatty caddy,
0: Eddie. Chatty caddy. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. yeah, it's a mouthful. It is, but but seriously, you have to have the right club for the right shot, right?
1: You do, and um, you know whether you need help with retirement planning, a tax situation, estate planning, you know, and looking at our perspective of what we do, or or managing assets at multiple places. You know, independent advisors have the freedom to choose from a wide range of investment options to basically be able to, um, you know, tailor their advice based on what's best for you. In other words they have the freedom to choose the right club like ed was talking about you know you know whether you're using a nine or a pitching wedge for the right situation and without being able to choose from many options you kind of you know you kind of feel like you're trying to tee off with your putter or putt with your driver like you guys were saying it's just all those weird scenarios that happen if you don't have the breadth of selection that you need and it's not impossible but it's probably isn't ideal you know what i mean to use the wrong club you can do it and get through but you're not going to be in the best position you can be yeah in. It,
2: it's like it's it's great to use a driver for your long-term planning goals right but you absolutely have to use the proper wedge for your short-term
1: goals because you have to be precise and have to use Jeez. finesse this guy is good
0: he's who, really good you need to have him on the show more often
1: who invited this guy oh i did
0: All right. <laughs> well guys we have to take a quick break uh, craig is there anything you want to add for our listeners before we do
1: Yes, as always, Tony, you know that preparing for retirement for everybody out there listening is often overwhelming, can be complicated. Um, You could be using a driver when you should be using a wedge. Um, We're here to help you to select the right club, to select the right financial product. And not just from one company, but from as many companies as we see fit or as you see fit, that will help you strive and attain your retirement goals. So if you need help with that, we'll set you up with a... uh, complimentary, no-cost consultation. Just give us a buzz at 855-625-3736, or you can visit our website, theinvestmentexecutives.com, and we'd be more than happy to sit down with you. We won't buy you a new golf set, but we can definitely find the right financial product. We have a a plethora of clubs in our bag. That you can hit with, yes,
0: absolutely. A veritable plethora. Well, guys, that's great. Listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of The Main Money Show and our host, Craig Dixon, after this. The ups and downs of the stock market
1: can be exciting, but not if you're near or in retirement. Predictable returns may not be exciting, but your needs tend to change later in life. When you are ready for a relatively more predictable financial plan, call the investment executives. We focus on crafting effective financial strategies. You can get your adrenaline rush elsewhere. Give our office a call
0: at 855 makes sense. Or visit us at theinvestmentsexecutives.com. And welcome back to the main money show. I'm your co host, Tony Shore. And here today is our host, the man with the plan, Craig Dixon. Craig, we've got an amazing special guest on the show once again today, don't we?
1: We do, Eddie Patterson, the one, the only.
0: I don't Eddie know, Patterson. Eddie, thanks for being on the show. <laughs> oh, thanks. I don't know if amazing is, is the right adjective. Oh, yes. But okay. well, oh, we'll, yes. We'll, we'll That's the it. word. We'll hey, Craig, it. before we jump back into our topic for today, uh, I know that our listeners might want to stop by your website, check out the radio page, subscribe to the show as a podcast, or check out some of the great financial information you have there. What's that website address, and what's the phone number if they want to call and set up a complimentary consultation with
1: you. Well, there's a couple websites. There's the investment that's our primary page. The radio show is the main money show.com, and then you can always reach us by calling 855 625 3736. And uh, for easy reference and to remember that number easily, it's 855 625 3736. That's make sense, and that's sense with an S. 855 makes sense.
0: All right, that sounds great. Now, Today, you've been talking about the concept of a financial caddy. <clears throat> uh, the three stages of planning for retirement line up with the three sto- strokes used in golf, as you mentioned, teeing off, chipping and putting. And it's important to have the right caddy to help you avoid those financial sand traps. And and really, it's valuable to have an independent financial services professional like yourself as your financial caddy. What's something else we need to keep in mind, Craig? Craig.
1: Um, I would say, you know, to offer advice closely aligned with your goals and independent financial services pros first build a strong understanding of your situation. That's what they need to do. Understand you, um, not only as an investor, but as a person as well. And as a result, many independent financial services pros focus on building deep relationships with their clients. There's a number of my clients that, you know, you end up, you know, for lack of better terms, I guess you end up being friends with the people and I know you have a business relationship, but you really do develop that connection with those people. It's just human nature to happen, especially when you're dealing with them for 20 or 30 years or something like that. I know Ed has a lot of clients that he's close with that, you know, um, are concerned about his health when he's going through trying, trying times. And likewise, he's concerned about them. So, um, something that really gets built and part of what creates that trust and foundation.
2: Yeah, it's important to establish a, a uh, respectful rapport um, with clients so they understand you, they, they know, uh, they're comfortable with you, they, they know that uh, they can get the proper advice from you and you get a, a good handle and a good understanding of them. So um, you can direct them as you need to. And it gets to a point where It's just a casual phone call and and, and saying, hey, we need to get together. We need to go over this or that. And uh, it's not necessarily a sales approach. It's just a educational approach. And and the clients generally will will follow what you have to say, especially if you develop that rapport over time.
1: Yeah. And I see like um, it's it's like just going out, like Ed said, going out and kind of meeting people, talking with them, sitting down, let them know you care that every time you meet with them isn't like you trying to make a sale. It's you trying to reconnect with them because you care about the position they're in, if you can put them in a better position or not. I know Ed has met with clients many times without any transactions happening. He's just trying to make sure that everything's running in the right direction. And they're going to get to their retirement. And, you know, Ed will use a lot of different tools and um, to analyze that and look at their situation. And those are technical tools that he uses. And one of the things that we all use here is the color of money risk analysis. And it's basically a strategy assessment um, and it helps you know build a foundation of understanding for your financial situation, and it's for everybody out there can utilize this tool, and that's what we do. So we make the connection, one on one, person to person, and then we utilize tools like that to to kind of keep them moving in the right direction. Because we are concerned; these are people in our community. These are people that look to us, and you know, Ed lives in the community where he advises people. I live in the community where I advise people, and. We, we need to feel comfortable in public around these people that we are taking care of them and not running and hiding like we've seen some professionals do in the past that get in, get in the industry and they're only in for a couple of years and then they're gone. You know, they think it's a quick hit and an easy way to make a buck and you know, they're really it's, concerned it's about the be, client.
2: It's important to be entrenched in your community and, yeah. and, and be involved and, and, and let people know that, that uh, you're a regular guy and, and right. that you care not only about um, trying to make sales and you, you don't want to portray that. you want You want to let people know that you care about them as a person and about the community you live in and about life in general and, and, and yeah. you're a productive, uh,
1: uh, well-rounded person. Yeah, I think it, it sounds kind of trite, but I mean, it's the truth. You you do get to know these people really well and care about them, so. But like I said, the Color of Money thing is is and is just one of the tools we use, Tony, and I don't know, it just helps us get a better picture. and provides a roadmap to their overall risk preference, and the output will be a, a proprietary color of money score. So we give them a score, and the short interactive analysis is the first step on the road to retirement. And it's really easy. I mean, it's only 11 questions to help determine the color of your money. And the color of money refers to the amount of money we earn, save, and spend. And it, it's driven by basically our, um, our personality traits. So there's red money, also known as hope-so money. And this is the money that you hope will be there when you need it. And I know it sounds kind of crazy, we all assume our money's gonna be there, but when we're investing, that's the way you gotta think about it. If you know the market ebbs and flows, that it could be hope so money, you could time it wrong, and uh, your value has gone down greatly. So it can go up or down, and doesn't have to have minimum guarantees. And then there's yellow money. I don't know if you wanna talk a little bit about yellow money, Ed, and how that works, with the managed money, and you know um, money that may be invested at risk assets, but it's professionally managed.
2: Uh, no, I think you can continue on with that, Craig.
1: All right. And then there's uh, green money. We've talked about that a lot, Ed. I know that's uh, one of your fortés, and that's the no so money, and <clears throat> that's money that's conservatively invested, so it's more likely to be there when you need it. It won't produce the potential higher returns of red money because it's not, you know, directly participating in the market. But it gives people what I like to call a safety net, and there's also kind of like a scenario of a personal pension plan. And some of these products, obviously, they're backed by the insurance companies that pay them. But some of these products will pay you an income for life even if the account value goes to zero. And can you talk to us a little bit about that, Ed, and how that well, works?
2: before I do, I just wanted to mention, it's interesting that a lot of people want to talk about red money, yeah. but they're really in a green money mode, and they really should right. be concentrating more on green money because they just don't have the risk tolerances uh,
1: to be able to get involved with red money. Um, Especially, the, I, I think you find it too, about the baby boomer generation?
2: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people that, that have grown up uh, and have seen uh, mutual fund investing uh, stock Uh, trading and and have seen markets uh, zoom and they want to be part of that, but they don't necessarily have the knowledge to do so. Uh, There are products available uh, today in which you can actually have your money indexed to the performance of investments, but still have guarantees to know that uh, your money will be safe and be available for you in the future. You might not get the same returns as you would with red money. Uh, You'll get some index value of that money, but you certainly will make a better return than
1: simple uh, interest in the bank. Yeah. So it's like I guess, Tony. What we're trying to do. I know we've been rambling on here, and you're probably no. It's Tony, good information. <laughs> we're, just, we're basically looking to strike a healthy balance um, based on somebody's, you know, emotions. I think we don't want them to be too emotional about being in the market, and we want them to feel comfortable uh, with what they're doing. And this color of money thing, it, it, it's an important step to reach your retirement goals. So,
2: yeah, you know, in other words, you, you want to have long term money, uh, intermediate term money, and short term money, and, and you don't want to mix them up. Some people have. A long-term perspective, and, and they try to to, uh, to manage it with short-term uh, investments, and that's not a great idea. On the other hand, uh, some people have short-term perspectives, uh, uh, short-term needs, and they try to manage it with uh, with long-term perspectives. That's not a good idea either. So you you have to have the right balances, and you have to be investing in the right things for the right reasons.
0: Hmm. Well, we, for some of us, when we hear uh, a financial person or people like yourself throw out. Words like uh, asset allocation. You know, a lot of people out there, listeners, eyes glaze over. Uh, So it's good to know that, you know, folks like you are out there, trusted financial professionals uh, that are fiduciaries looking out for people's best interests uh, to help handle that and to explain it in a way we can understand and help us. We don't have to understand asset allocation Uh, We don't have to do it alone is what I'm trying to say. And I think it's great that you offer that. And Craig, I know you have a lot of different strategies to help people do this and tie that into an overall income plan.
2: No question about it. Uh, diversification is the spice of life, as we know, but it's important that no matter what you do, that you put yourself in a situation so that when you retire, you're able to maintain the same standard of living that you're accustomed to. Uh, some people want to be more wealthy, but realistically, when you retire, you're going to want to at least be where you're at. So um, you want to make sure you have monies available for you based on your uh, your investment risks so that you can uh, fall back on a, a guaranteed income and still possibly be able to play with monies to... to uh, to, to invest in the future too if that's something that's important. Um, people when they reach retirement age they certainly need to know that they have the security to have income that's going to last forever. They want to make sure that they have uh, monies available to leave a legacy behind. Uh, they also want to make sure that uh, they're secure as far as uh, if they have insurance needs such as uh, health care and making sure they have the right programs along those lines too.
0: Awesome, that sounds great. Now, Craig, we're coming up on the end of today's show. Is there anything else you want to talk about or add before we have to go today?
1: Well, yeah, I, you know, I think it's important to meet with somebody and just go through the process, sit down and talk with a few people. Like I always say, I know you don't like this because this is obviously a show by investment executives, the main money show, but I know I'm not going to be the right advisor for everybody. Obviously, I hope I could be, I hope Eddie could be. But I always say to go out and interview, you know, two, three, four people, find out the person that's the right fit for you. Make sure that they're coming in and meeting with you with the right set of clubs, to go back to that analogy. You know, make sure that they're able to provide you with, you know, many different insurance policies from many different companies, many different investments from many different companies. You know, kind of build you a custom home that's comfortable for you to live in because there's no sense building a house for you that you don't want to live in. You just. You're not going to want to be there, so make sure the relationship is right first of all, and it's yeah. what you're looking for.
2: Yeah, one hundred percent correct. And in in the relationship, also is extremely important. The personalities have to have to mesh. Uh, you want to be in a situation where you can advise your people properly because they're not looking at, at their uh, their financial needs every day. They're doing other things in their life. They rely right. upon us to direct them. Uh, people want to be directed. They want to be led based on people's, uh, the, the advisors acknowledge and experience, and they want to be able to count on them to suggest the right things and not have to second guess once they right. uh, once they are actually convicted and, and, and feel that they're the right person for them to work with. Yep.
0: Awesome. That sounds great. Now, guys, we're out of time for today's show. Craig, let our listeners know one more time how they can get a hold of you.
1: Yeah, they can call us at 855-625-3736. That's 855-MAKE-SENSE, and that's sense with an S. Or they can go to one of the two websites, com or com. We'd be happy to sit down for a uh, complimentary, no-cost consultation right here at... Uh, 240 Russell Street in Lewiston. Uh, We can meet on Eddie's office, which is at... My uh, office is
2: at 140 Main Street, Suite A in Mexico, Maine. Lovely Mexico, Maine, which is right
0: (laughs) directly across the river from
2: Rumford, Maine.
0: There we go. Awesome. Well, great show today, guys and listeners. That does it for today's episode of The Maine Money Show with our host Craig Dixon. Thank you for listening to The Maine Money Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan.